Good afternoon, and thank you for starting your day with a six-pack, the Scani Six-Pack, an emergency episode of the only podcast that's bringing you the top stories in all of Wisconsin sports, and we do it in less time than it takes for you to complete your morning commute. I'm your host, Kedrick Summers, and you can follow the Scani Six-Pack podcast on Twitter, at Scani Six-Pack, and you can follow me, at Kedrick Summers. Let's get into the big news of the day, the week, the year. It is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gave us the news on the Pat McAfee show in an appearance which he started by saying this is not an announcement and went on and made the announcement. Uh, He did that because he said and his words were essentially some of this stuff has gotten out already. Some of this stuff is true. Some of this stuff is not true. You know, the way Aaron Rodgers claims that nobody in the media has any idea uh, what's going on, despite the fact that it seems like the media has figured out what was going on, uh, because Aaron Rodgers told us, at this point, since Friday, he made it clear that his intention was to play, and to play for the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers is no longer going to be the Packers starting quarterback for the first time in 15 seasons. Uh, and so before we get into the ramifications of what it means to live in a world without Aaron Rodgers as the Packers quarterback, what it means to live in a world where the Packers should be anticipating some kind of compensation uh, in a trade package to the New York Jets for Aaron Rodgers. I I wanted to just take a moment to talk about Aaron Rodgers' accomplishments as a Green Bay Packer as inarguably one of the greatest Packers of all time. Uh, He spent... 15 seasons as a starter, and 18 seasons altogether in Green Bay. That is the most seasons a a player has played as a Green Bay Packer ever in the entire history of an incredibly illustrious franchise. His passing touchdowns, 475, is fifth all-time, just shy of Brett Favre's mark who is fourth all-time with 508. Aaron Rodgers is just 33 passing touchdowns short of tying Aaron Ro- of tying. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers is just 33 touchdowns short of tying Brett Favre for fourth all-time of the passing touchdowns mark. Uh, to note, Aaron Rodgers threw 26 touchdown passes last year. Uh, he threw 37 and 48 in his two back-to-back MVP seasons before that. Otherwise, he hasn't thrown 33 touchdowns in a season um, since 40 in 2016. Uh, but otherwise, he his completion percentage of 65.3 is the 14th best all-time. His yards per attempt at 7.7 is the 15th most yards per attempt all-time. His passing yards per game of 256.8 is the 17th most all-time. Aaron Rodgers has the 9th most all-time career passing yards at just over 59,000, 59,055. His... Pass touchdown percentage is 6.2%. Of all the passes he's thrown, 6.2% ended up as touchdowns. That's more than one in 20 passes ends up a touchdown pass. And that mark is the eighth best all time. He led the league four times so far in his career in passing touchdown percentage. His passer rating, which he was a long, long, long time leader in career passer rating at 103.6, is second all-time, 
only to Patrick Mahomes, who may end up being the greatest quarterback of all time. And, of course, the man who throws no interceptions. He His pass interception percentage is a 1.4%. It is the best all-time. Aaron Rodgers has led the league in that statistic six times during his career. Just a truly impressive, impressive career thus far for Aaron Rodgers. And it's not over. Um, those are the statistical marks. Beyond the statistical marks, the man has done a lot of winning and racked up a lot of accolades along the way. Like I said, he was the starting quarterback for the Packers for 15 seasons. In 10 of those 15 seasons, he was selected to the Pro Bowl. He made an All-Pro team four times and won four MVPs. His 22 playoff appearances for the Packers are second most in Green Bay franchise history. He's just one game behind Mason Crosby for the most all-time playoff appearances as a Packer. And his 12 playoff wins as a quarterback ties Brett Favre for the most ever by a Packers quarterback. And of course, Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl 45 champion and the Super Bowl 45 MVP. There's not enough you can say about the accolades, the impressive statistics, the winning that Aaron Rodgers did during his time in Green Bay. Um, This is someone, and Aaron Rodgers said this on his show today, 18 seasons, that's a teenager. There are kids who are freshmen in college who, it's not just that all they know is Aaron Rodgers being in Green Bay. It's that all they really know is Aaron Rodgers as a starting quarterback because by the time they were three years old, Aaron Rodgers was the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, It is an impressively long time. My my Packer fandom really comes in more so, you know, I I am 26 years old, uh, which means that Aaron Rodgers has been the starting quarterback of the Packers since I was 11. And my Packers fandom really kind of comes in to fruition a little bit in my memory, starting with the 2007 season, Brett Favre's last season in Green Bay. Uh, There's a little bit I remember before that, but my most, my earliest formative memories as a Packer fan start with the 2007 playoff run uh, culminating in the overtime defeat to the New York Giants in the NFC Championship game. Um, But... After that, it is all Aaron Rodgers is essentially all I know for the Green Bay Packers. And that is impressive. There is not a lot that we all get to appreciate as NFL fans, as football fans, as sports fans, for quite as long as Packer fans have gotten to appreciate the greatness that is Aaron Rodgers. And beyond the quibbles that many have with his off-the-field, we'll just call it stuff, intricacies, and, and pet peeves, and ways that he has made himself into a villain for so many, um, despite that greatness, um, despite all of that, we, we've got to enjoy fantastic quarterback play fantastic winning under Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for a very, very, very long time, uh, for 
over 30 years. And thus far, that has only culminated in two Super Bowl championships for the Packers that, you know, can't go ignored. There, there's certainly been a level of disappointment that has come with all of that winning. But I can guarantee that a number of other football fan bases, despite the smack that so many of them talk about, oh, Aaron Rodgers can't win the NFC Championship game, he can't win the big one, he's not great in the clutch. But despite all of that, despite all of those talking points, 20, maybe even 25 fan bases at least in the NFL would absolutely take the run that Aaron Rodgers has given them over their last 15 years in the league. It's it's undeniable. Um, and so it's in some ways a melancholy day, in some ways a hopeful day for Packers fans. I am taking it more on the chin as being hopeful for the future. Um, I'm really excited to see what Jordan Love is going to bring to the Green Bay Packers. And I am also curious to find out how Aaron Rodgers is going to perform in New York. Um, you know, before that happens, he has to get there. Um, but it seems like this has been coming for a little while now. There have been rumblings about this, of course, for a very long time. Aaron Rodgers met with the Jets brass back in Southern California. And at the beginning of free agency, we got noticed that, you know, some friends of Aaron Rodgers are on their way to the Jets. Uh, Alan Lazard is signing a deal with the Jets. The Jets have also reportedly been uh, interested in signing Randall Cobb. Uh, that does not surprise me whatsoever. Um, Aaron Rodgers, perhaps best friend. But all in all, this is going to happen. It's a matter of when it's going to happen and what the trade compensation for it is going to be. Uh, there have been reports over the last 24, 36 hours, essentially, that have said that the Packers are fine waiting on this up until at least the NFL draft uh, because Packers don't have to give up Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, I, I place this into the same kind of perspective that the Chicago Blackhawks just had to go through with trading Patrick Kane, uh, perhaps, you know, the one of the best ever at his craft, the best American-born hockey player of all time. And Patrick Kane had a no-trade clause, gave the Blackhawks one team to trade him to, and was on an expiring contract. None of that is true about Aaron Rodgers. The Blackhawks got far less in return than fans were hoping for. Or Patrick Kane, but the difference in circumstances there is very stark. Um, by the way Aaron Rodgers described it, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers that gave the New York Jets as the name, the sole name that he would go to, to the Green Bay Packers. It sounds like the order of events here was the Jets approached the Packers or the Packers approached the Jets. I'm not sure it totally matters there, but the Packers and Jets mostly figured this out on their own and then came to Aaron Rodgers with the opportunity to come along in this deal if he wanted to go to play in New York. Um, and that means that the Packers were fine not making the deal. And that means that, you know, Aaron Rodgers can choose to make it whether or not he wants to. Sounds like he does want to. But it wasn't Aaron Rodgers saying, you got to trade me here. I have a no movement clause. He does not have a no trade clause. The Packers can keep him. Um, he is not on an expiring contract. So Aaron Rodgers can't say, if you don't start me this year, 
I will sit for this year and then leave in free agency. That's not the case. He's under contract for two years in Green Bay still. Um, and yeah, it would take quite the hefty hit to the Packers' salary cap to keep him on, uh, keep that contract on. But ultimately, the Packers don't have to move him. I think ultimately they will because it makes the most sense to. But they can hang on to him for a while uh, before the Packers really have to feel hamstrung enough to make a deal that they don't like. Uh, because the Jets don't have a lot of other options around the league. They have been making these moves to make Aaron Rodgers happy. The Jets have pigeonholed themselves now. Uh, they have signed Ellen Lazard. They've announced their intentions to pursue Randall Cobb. Sounds like they have announced intentions to pursue Odell Beckham Jr., which Aaron Rodgers has wanted to play with OBJ for years now. Uh, he's made that very clear during his time in Green Bay. And that kind of public maneuvering, uh, I think really puts them in the position where really all the pressure is on New York. now. Everyone expects this to get done. And if this doesn't get done for New York, the fans there are going to be incredibly, incredibly upset. Uh, I don't see that kind of backlash PR downside for Green Bay if this deal doesn't get done. It will, you know, it, it will be difficult and it'll be difficult to navigate uh, and perhaps uh, Brian Gutekunst will look like he has a little bit of egg in his face, but he's going to look like he has more egg in his face if he doesn't get at least one first-round pick, probably first-round pick, and a guy, you know, a a Corey Davis. Um, Brian Gutekunst isn't making this move unless he asked. This is him putting himself on the line uh, right now. he's He's got to go out, and he got his guy in Jordan Love, and now he has to get the return for the other guy in Aaron Rodgers. And coming up next for Aaron Rodgers is going to be a trip to New York. And coming up to the Green Bay Packers is Jordan Love, who has been sitting, waiting in the wings after the Packers traded up to go get him uh, ahead of Aaron Rodgers performing as a back-to-back MVP. And Jordan Love has made clear, it seems, through back channels, through reporting, that he wanted to be a starting quarterback somewhere this year. He feels that he is ready. Aaron Rodgers today on the Pat McAfee show uh, said that he believes Jordan Love is going to be a great player. Um, It just sounds like this has been waiting for Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers to do lots of public maneuvering, lots of PR maneuvering around who was kicking who out. Um, and who who was it that wanted Aaron Rodgers to go? Aaron Rodgers said, you know, before he went on his darkness retreat that sounded like he was 90% sure he wanted to retire, but kind of came out and uh, had, I suppose, decided against it. Um, what was really interesting being the way that he described it was that he he claims the Packers told him, you know, uh, decide to retire, decide to come back. Either way, we're happy for it. And Aaron Rodgers went in 90-10 toward retiring. But then when he came out to have these discussions with the Packers again, it sounded like they were just ready to move on and a lot of stuff had happened behind the scenes. Without him, uh, they didn't really want to back. And I guess it was very unclear how that led from 
Rodgers being 90-10 retiring toward then that meaning that he wanted to play. Um, professional athletes find ways to motivate themselves all the time amidst things that I don't think make a ton of sense for a lot of us uh, who are not the best in the world at what they do. And I think that's ultimately where we end up in this saga is I think we'll learn more about the timeline of this over time um, with years to come in the way that we learned a lot about the strained relationship in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers over time. Uh, the fallout with Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and the front office and the way that all transpired and we found out more and more and more details along the way uh, years later. You know, we're, we're going to, this probably won't happen this offseason, probably not next offseason, probably not, you know, when Aaron Rodgers announces his retirement. But years from now, I think there will be solid reporting from people who have contacts well within Packers organization, you know, people who are close enough to Aaron Rodgers to get him to comment on this, if only because Aaron Rodgers wants to give his side of the story to spite the Packers, which frankly sounds a lot. Um, if you listen to his appearance on the Pat McAfee show today, it sounds a lot like why he spoke today uh, was to, again, his story out there to spite the Packers organization. Um, but we're, we're going to hear this full story eventually, and I don't think it's super clear now, but I think it is... Uh, I don't, I don't think... I think Aaron Rodgers probably went into his darkness retreat to meditate on it and went in there ultimately thinking that the Packers told him, you know, let's talk about what it is you would want to do if you would want to return and see what would happen. Um, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers went into that thinking the Packers really would move on from him, that they really would trade him. They would be willing to make that. Um, and then when he came back, he was surprised to find out that uh, Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy, etc., were actually willing to make that move for the organization. And now we are faced with a future in Green Bay where it's a little bit of uncertainty yet uh, until this trade is done, until we find out what the return for the trade is going to be. And it is going to be a fascinating offseason the rest of the way as Green Bay Packers fans find out what the roster makeup of this team is going to look like with Aaron Rodgers no longer being a part of it. And I think by and large, it is going to be very similar. Uh, Aaron Jones worked out a deal already, took a pay cut, come back, they restructured David Bakhtiari's deal, um, they just it just came out today that Devontae Campbell's deal has been restructured. It looks like the Packers are making all of these moves, keeping some of these centerpieces of the offense and defense restructuring con contracts to be able to do so um, because the Packers believe that they can compete. I, I would be... You, there's a lot of sentiment from fans here and there that, oh, we never wanted to move on from Aaron Rodgers. It's not time to go into Jordan Love because we don't want to start a rebuild. Right now, it doesn't look like the Packers have any intention of starting a rebuild. They look like they have every intention of competing and competing with Jordan Love as the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. 
And that is interesting to me because a year ago, it did not sound like Packers were totally sold on Georgian, Jord, Georgian, Jordan Love. And that seems to have changed very quickly. Um, Aaron Rodgers spoke very highly of Jordan Love in his appearance on the Pat McAfee show today, saying he's going to be a great player, saying he has improved a ton. Uh, and so it is going to be a a time in Green Bay where this season, maybe I don't anticipate the Packers are going to win a Super Bowl in year one under Jordan Love, but this season, the guys around him, we're going to find out whether or not this team has a chance to compete for a Super Bowl championship under Jordan Love. And that means that this is going to be one of the most fascinating... Well, this is going to be the, not just for Green Bay. This is going to be one of the most fascinating like football seasons for sports fans in Wisconsin in a long, long time. You have a new head coach who has no ties to the University of Wisconsin posted up in Madison in Luke Fickle. The entire narrative around the University of Wisconsin football has changed. You have Phil Longo bringing in the air raid offense, Tanner Mordecai transferring in from SMU, who has more touchdown passes in the last two seasons than any uh, Wisconsin Badger has thrown touchdown passes in their career. And now there's also going to be a changing the guard and starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers for the first time in one and a half decades for only the second time in 30 years. This is an amazing time to be a Wisconsin sports fan, to be a fan of football in the state of Wisconsin, because now there is a lot we're going to find out about the Green Bay Packers, about the Wisconsin Badgers, and things could look a lot different as much as they can um, in just, you know, a, a short eight-month turnaround for an offseason. Um, ultimately, I, I think it's a... Oh, I'm, it's hard to find the words to describe what it is like to say we're moving on from Aaron Rodgers. And despite kind of knowing that was where this was headed for quite a long time now, the finality of it is... It's a stark difference from where we were even 12 hours ago. And I, and I did experience this as a Blackhawks fan just a few short weeks ago when it really hit that Patrick Kane was going to be traded, you know, a centerpiece of that organization that I'm also a fan of. When it actually happened, it's it's a big change. It, it messes with your psyche a little bit. And I think as Packer fans, we should all be prepared for what that little bit of change to our psyche is going to be regardless of whether or not we were Aaron Rodgers apologists, Aaron Rodgers believers, Aaron Rodgers haters, Aaron Rodgers skeptics, Aaron Rodgers agnostics, whatever it is you want to call your position on Aaron Rodgers. Things are going to be a lot different. And as someone who just went through this change, um, maybe it didn't hit you today. Maybe it hit you with the Trey Wingo report yesterday. Maybe it hit you earlier than that. Maybe it hasn't hit you yet and it will hit you when the trade is finally done uh i i 
personally think that it's not going to quite hit me until then. Uh, it has hit me a little bit, but uh, when that trade package actually happens, it's going to be a shock. Not just because Aaron Rodgers will officially no longer be a Green Bay Packer, but also because we're going to know what the Packers got in return for him. And that is going to dictate a lot about what this team looks like in the next one to two, you know, three to four years, uh, because we're going to find out what Packers are going to be able to build around Jordan Love. And Jordan Love is, I would be very surprised at this point, given where Jordan Love is in his contract, if Jordan Love does not get a second contract as a Green Bay Packer. Um, so this is not just the the move that is going to dictate the Packers quarterback for this upcoming season. This is going to be a move that happens to, to dictate the Packers' plans, I think, for at least the next four, at a minimum, seasons, probably longer, uh, because Jordan Love is under contract for this year with a base salary of $2.3 million. And then the Packers have to decide whether or not to pick up that fifth-year option, which it sounds like they're going to, at which time, going into 2024... Jordan Love's salary balloons from that $2.3 million to $20.3 million. Um, and he'll play those two seasons. I really doubt that there would be a world in which the Packers play Jordan Love just two seasons after hanging on to him this long. Uh, I think he's going to get at least another two-year deal after the Packers pick up that fifth-year option, uh, and that is a short quarterback contract in the NFL for a young guy like that who is supposed to be your starting quarterback. So uh, I, I would imagine that the realistic minimum is actually more like three to f maybe even four years. Um, and ultimately, maybe it all gets torn down, and a few years from now, we're talking, we are talking about a rebuilding Packers team because... Uh, Jordan Love isn't the guy, but uh, he, he might be. There's as good of a chance as any other quarterback uh, that it might be uh, Jordan Love. And look at the way any other team, uh, the Cleveland Browns, continue to go through quarterbacks over and over and over again. Sometimes you hit, sometimes you don't. And eventually, you get a guy, maybe you're the Kansas City Chiefs, who are able to not not only go from bringing in Alex Smith at the end of his career uh, to kind of reignite that franchise a little bit, but then also parlay that directly into Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, there there is a huge gap between the middle of those two franchises. Not to mention what a, a Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers move looks like. Uh, and so we as Packer fans, I do not think should be surprised if we do not see a transition from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love that looks a lot like a Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers transition because there is a huge, huge gulf between that best-case scenario to the worst-case scenario that looks like the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it is 
overwhelmingly likely that it looks like something between those two options. And we are officially on the way toward that. I guess not officially because the trade hasn't actually happened, but as officially as we can be considering Aaron Rodgers is uh, no longer being quite as coy with us as fans as he had. Uh, But Aaron, Aaron Rodgers did come out and thank the fans, give his love to the city of Green Bay, spoke about the fans, the history of the franchise of Lambeau Field, of the city of Green Bay in overwhelmingly positive terms, even if there were some undertones about his less than overwhelming affection for those who are managing the front office of the Green Bay Packers now. He spoke a lot about the great relationships he had with uh, the previous members of the front office staff who have gone on to do other things in other places, um, spoke very highly of those folks and went on to say, but those folks aren't here anymore. And then went on and uh, made his comments saying, you know, essentially he felt a little bit duped by the front office now. So clearly no love lost between Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekunst, other members of the Packers front office. But a lot of bittersweet feelings, I think, for Aaron Rodgers about leaving Green Bay and the fans and uh, all the history behind there that he has uh, created and been a part of. So uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. It's been quite the day as a Packer fan thinking about all of this, thinking about where the Packers are going to head next. And there's a lot coming up. So stay tuned to the Scotty Six Pack podcast. Uh, we're going to try to do this a lot more regularly now, uh, particularly since this Aaron Rodgers news should be shaking things up for the Packers in the next few months. Uh, it's going to be a great offseason the rest of the way. And Brewers are starting soon. Spring training fully underway. We are just a short few weeks from opening day. Uh, we are we are hitting into full swing in Wisconsin sports fandom, even if the Wisconsin Badgers are not in the NCAA tournament, which uh, round one action starts tomorrow. So uh, that's it for today's edition of the Scotty Six Pack. Make sure to follow us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts to start every day with everything you need to know in Wisconsin sports. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Kendrick Stumbris, on Wisconsin. And go Pack Go!